0: Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky. And my name is Michelle Moss. How are you today, Lauren? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a Monday morning. We're ready to go. Yes. And we have a special guest with us this week, Miss Chelsea Swartz. Chelsea, tell us what your business name is. My business name is Nightlights Company, and I make slick candles. That is so amazing. I can't wait to hear more about that, but let's, let's hear a little bit about you.
1: Um,
0: I'm 26. I live,
1: um, in Indianapolis. I work at a brewery right now. I serve there. Um, so I'm going kind of part-time there. Um, full-time candles, uh, every other second, that I'm not there. Um, I've got three sisters. Um, I like movies. I like to watch TV. You have a like sig-
2: to- do you have a significant other? I do not. I am an independent lady. Independent, beautiful and hardworking because it's interesting to hear that you're 26 years old and you have your job. That's a job to make money at the brewery. I'm sure you enjoy it, but it's a job. And your passion is this brand new company of making candles. Now, how long have you done this candle making company?
1: Um, I started researching and getting things together in January of 2021. Um, and Gosh, I officially, Yeah. This is brand um, spanking. Brand spanking new. And I um, officially started selling in April. So I've not yet completed a full year of selling. So,
0: so I have a question. Did you ha- ever have this feeling that you wanted to be a business owner? Like when you were younger? Honestly, not at
1: all. Okay. Um, I never felt like... I had like the dream of like owning my own business and like being my own boss, which of course now is like incredible. Um, but not really growing up. I didn't think that that would be like my, my path in life. I kind of thought that I would be, um, you know, for a long time, I wanted to be, um, a psychologist. And, uh, so that's kind of what I thought that I would do is I would join a practice and I would, um, do what you I know, did. do. What you do. <laughs> yeah. So. But we talked
2: a little bit about this too, because you um, started off in college in psychology um, to fulfill that goal originally, but um, ended up doing this candle business and taking this turn on this path. And, and so how did the psychology background and, you know, come into that, the thoughts of being, have you used any of that in your business?
1: Yeah. Um, every, It feels like every step of the business is a a lot of psychology. Um, so when I'm thinking about, um, you know, who my target audience is, um, who would be interested in what I have to sell, um, when I make descriptions, when I make, make names, make the sense, um, how everything looks, all of that goes into like the psychology of what people will perceive, um, and what they want to perceive, um, and I guess
2: that's, and that's this the smart part is listening when you hear something that maybe isn't what you thought. So yeah. cause let's roll back. We kind of are jumping ahead. How did you decide or where did this happen that all of a sudden this 25 year old person decides I'm going to make candles? Like where does that come from?
1: Um, so it all kind of stems with quarantine. Um, so obviously throughout quarantine, all of um, restaurants and bars and everything were closed for um, I think those two and a half months. So Um, felt super vulnerable, um, not having like a steady income outside of that. And I had been putting away savings for a few years looking for something to, um, you know, invest in or um, kind of supplement an income outside of being in the service industry. And um, I think I was just scrolling through my phone one day on social media and I saw someone uh, making a video of making candles. And I was like, Oh, that looks like fun. Um, so I went to their page and scrolled through. And I think I spent like two or three hours, um, after that, looking into what it would be like to make candles myself and start a business. And, um, by the end of that week, I had ordered, um, some supplies, some, um, testing stuff to get started on research. And, um, when I started testing everything kind of, I don't know if I lucked into it or if I just did enough research that the first time that I tried, it went really well. Um, so I thought, you know, I'm going to do this. So I put
0: um, all of my savings into it and I just went for it. So I love that you took advantage of the time being off work. Mm-hmm. I felt it just that I had nothing to do. Um, I had nothing to work
1: on. I like rearranged my entire apartment. And after that, I was like, well, shoot, now what? Um, so Had to find something to do. I love that. Yeah. We talked
2: about people that can wallow in it or go down the rabbit hole, but instead you did what a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of new businesses and new ideas that have come out of us being forced to be at home and think things differently. So let me ask you this when you started this and you had this idea, and, you know, after you were scrolling through, which I think social media is good in a lot of ways for things like this. Um, was there anybody that was a naysayer or, Oh my gosh, you, you can't do this, or this is not smart. Or what are you, what are you thinking, putting your money? I mean, did you get some pushback like that?
1: Not at all. Um, honestly, my support system behind me is incredible. Um, they were all super encouraging and supportive and uh, every single one of them was like, Oh, that sounds so fun. If you need any help, let me know. Like, if you need funds to start up, let me know. Um, I had an incredible support system behind me that was um, really excited for me to start. That that
2: right there is a huge testimony to not only to you, but your support network that you surround yourself with people, family, whoever that are positive and uplifting and seeing the good, you know, because that could have gone a different way, if and maybe it would have. If everybody said, "Oh, that's crazy," I think that's dumb, or whatever, and then you would have maybe asked yeah. yes, yourself. But you had people giving you that support, which is amazing, um, and bless. That's a blessing because not everybody yes. has that. Um, I'm very. So, are you still making candles in your apartment?
1: Um. Yes. However, I just moved last week um, to a new place that has. Um, so before I was in a one-bedroom apartment, and I was literally swimming in candle supplies. It was up to my eyes, maybe even past it. Um, it was over my, my dining room, into my living room. I had packing peanuts under my bed, like literally everywhere. Um, and I finally moved into a bigger space where I have an entire room dedicated just to my candle supplies. So um, it's kind of a new territory for me to have everything be organized. So yes, still my apartment, but now I have a bigger space, which is awesome.
2: Do you know what is so exciting is that we've met you at this beginning stages and it's almost a year. And, you know, you hear some people that say, oh, well, this business won't work or that business won't work, but you've already almost been in it here and you're making good progress that, it'll be interesting to come back around and interview you in another year or two and see where you're at, you know? Yeah. And and again, what has been obstacles? Obviously the size of your apartment was an obstacle in that moment. You needed more room is have you had any other obstacles that have been like, uh, you know, one of those things you had to climb the mountain to figure it out to get to the other side.
1: Yeah. Um, honestly, I feel like I am kind of my biggest obstacle a lot of times. Um, what I really struggled with was I have really high standards for myself and anything that I, if I'm, especially if I'm selling um, in the the beginning, it was most friends and family and I don't want to ever give them a bad product or make them feel like they have to buy something that doesn't really benefit them. Um, So my mentality when I started was it has to be perfect or I can't do it. Um, And getting past that, thought process of it's not going to be perfect. And if you are waiting for it to be perfect, you're going to be waiting forever and you'll never do anything. Um, So that was probably my biggest obstacle. And I still um, fight myself on that to this day is to, um, to just do it, jump into it and learn as you go um, has been my,
0: I I mean, we
2: preach that we preach that to don't let fear hold you back and you can't be perfect. And, and if you wait till it's perfect, you'll never do it. So um, you're
1: already,
2: yeah, and you're already here. You are almost a year in coming up on a year. Are you going to have any special candle celebration for the year, like a, a fragrance for the celebration or
1: I will have one. Um, I'm still working on it, but we are planning um, a big rebrand and um, year end celebration party in April. Um, so I will have a, an exclusive fragrance for that party. The people that will go to that. That's so
2: Awesome. And where are you selling and how did you get your foot in the door? You said originally you started with family and friends. I get that. We ask family and friends for help to begin with, but how did it, where did it go from there and where are you at now?
1: Um, So from there, I signed up for um, a lot of the opportunities that I had kind of really just fell into my lap of knowing the right people. And um, again, having that awesome support system that as soon as I said, Hey, I want to do this, um, everyone was super anxious to like help me out. Um, so I have quite a few friends um, from the service industry that um one that runs a market at um another brewery. Um, she reached out to me and was like, hey, we do this market the last Sunday of every month. Um, you have to come sell your candles here. So um, I did that market and it was a, a recurring one. Um, then at that market, um my first market ever, I had someone approach me and said, hey, um we do these markets, um, in Mass Ave, which is, um, part of Indy. Um, she was like, your candles are incredible. I love them. Um, your setup looks phenomenal. I would love to have you. So, um, I went to that almost every other weekend, that market. Um, I had a regular from, um, my brewery that I work at now. Um, and he runs Indiana on tap, which is, um, like a beer, um, magazine here in Indiana, um, and he organizes all the um, like beer festivals and stuff. And he was like, you know, we have a couple uh, small businesses that come and sell at these beer festivals. I would love to, you know, get you a spot in there. So um, I did three of those last year, and those were really incredible. Um, so markets were a huge thing um, for me, especially being able to go in person and smell them is completely different than reading words mm-hmm. online, you know? Right. Um, and then also to, I think it helped um, talking about the psychology of it to see someone um, there that was like, could answer questions and you can see that it's a real person behind it instead of like a huge factory. Um, can I, I just say can I just say you're beautiful and engaging so I'm sure that that helped to sell
2: your product right you know we, we are yeah. attracted to attractive people and that does help so that's a that's a benefit
1: too <laughs> well thank you you're sweet um but yeah and I I think I did pick up a, quite a bit of charm if I do say so myself um serving for so many years so um and then once I met beau he immediately ordered some candles to send to his aunt Laura um, that owns Laura Pembroke and she Immediately said, Yeah, let's do it. Um, So, right now, I am just in uh, Laura Pembroke. Um, I'm working with Bo and another business partner right now to do um, a big rebrand. And then we're reaching out to quite a few more stores this year. So, um, kind of in a transitional stage. And then after that, we're going to really hopefully.
0: how How exciting for you that as soon as you went into the store, you did sell out quickly.
1: Yeah, I was very surprised, especially. Um, so when I dropped off the candles, I drove to the store um, to drop them off in person just to see everything and, um, you know, show a face and take a look around. And they have so many really high-end luxury candles. And I they said that um, mine were selling faster than the luxury candles. And I could not believe that when I heard that. So it was really exciting to get that feedback and um, to hear that everyone was really happy with them. So yeah,
2: that is so amazing. Cause I don't know if you know this, maybe you do, but Laura of Pembroke, I mean, we had interviewed, you know, and, and showcased her as a cheeky girl boss, you know, mm-hmm. a year or so ago and to have full circle. And now we have um, a vendor who has sold in her store. Um, And and that's just, that's just a really beautiful full circle. Um, Is there a favorite uh, fragrance that people gravitate
1: to? Um, There are a couple. Um, I have one called Cocoa Butter Cashmere. That's like a a really like creamy vanilla, but it's not super basic. Um, It's got kind of a little something different going on. That one sells really well. Um, I've got one called Black Sea that is kind of like an oceanic um vibe that one sells really well um, and then my personal favorite is called golden tobacco um, and it's super warm and cozy um, and that one does pretty well too probably because i tell everyone that it's my favorite
2: <laughs> they just want to emulate you yeah um, so this brings us to what we had sort of talked about a little bit ago before we jumped on how do you come up with these names like do you sit around you know and, and light a candle and think about what it smells like or do you already have the name picked out
1: like where does this come from Um, I kind of just wing it always. Um, so I will sit with myself. I create the fragrances first, and then I think up names, um, and I'll sit with myself and kind of brainstorm, um, kind of write down whatever comes to mind. And then I'll take it into, um, my coworkers and to my friends and family. And I'll say, what do you think of this? I'll give them like um, for this type of fragrance would you choose a B or C or you know so I definitely don't do it on my own um, I definitely have quite a few people behind me that I force to um, help me out with that so that's
2: fun and again like you said you have a support network of people that have have had your back and are there to do whatever you need them to do so, mm-hmm. so that's awesome yeah. so your hope is to get into more more and more stores and is that something that you can keep up with You know, what's your um, because is that moving into a more of a production area in the outside of you know what you're
1: doing at home yeah um hopefully um it's getting to a point where i kind of will just have to figure out what my limits are um i in the next few weeks here have plans to um invest in bigger equipment that will help me um make a lot faster um so after that um it just kind of depends on how quickly things take off if they do hopefully um obviously that would, if, be, a,
2: that would be a good problem to have that it would be so much yes. you have to come up with some ideas right
1: yeah so um the plan is to just kind of see how far i can take it by myself um and then once i feel like my time could be better spent um with the creative side um instead of you know, producing and, um, manufacturing and packaging and stuff, um, then I will hopefully hire someone, um, kind of take some of that off my shoulders and be able to focus more on, um, the owner, um, creative side of stuff. So do you, do you do online orders or is this at this point? Not yet. Yeah, I have, um, a full website. I do quite a bit of online orders, but a majority of it is in person just because it's, um, you know, Everyone likes to smell first. Yes, to I don't know them. I, yeah. I spend quite a few hours um, of m- my week in the candle section at other stores. So, um, what's yeah. the name of what's the name of the website? Nightlightscompany.com. And I actually, I'm going to do a, a shameless plug here. I just released um, a limited edition Valentine's fragrance today called XO. So called. What um, is it called? XO. Oh, all cute! Like hug and a kiss.
0: Yeah. Um, so, where else I, do you usually hang out, like social media wise? Like, where could our listeners find you?
1: Um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, um, as
0: well as the website. Yeah.
2: And we'll make sure to include that when we when we put your information out there. And what is, I mean, does the cost vary, or are there different sizes, or how does the what are the candle costs for our listeners in case they want to?
1: Um, so it is $24, um, per candle. Uh, if you, on my website, they have like a bundle and save, um, thing put in. So if you get more than one, you get $2 off per candle. So, um, we do have, um, a little bit of a discount if you get more than one. Mm-hmm. And so when you sold out
2: at, at Laura of Pembroke, do you, are you replenishing as you go? Is it a, like a
1: constant, you're going to keep filling in? Yeah. Um, as, many as they need. I'm happy to supply them. Um, I sent out another big order, um, early January. Uh, I sold, I sent, I think probably 40 more to them. Um, I also just made them custom, um, wedding registry candles. They're kind of like the mini size, um, they're five ounces and they have, um, a, an exclusive fragrance. Um yeah, that's that nice. You can't find anywhere else too. Yeah. So that's very cool. Well, we do know some other boutique
2: owners, so maybe we'll have to do our own networking and, and hook you up because um we've got a couple really nice other boutiques in the area that we have had on our show too. So we'll
1: Oh, I would love that. Uh, yeah, we'll... I, ladies will be getting some candles um within the next week or so. So
0: that sounds cool. I want to hear since you are still newer but you are doing amazing already. So what advice would you give to our listeners if they wanted to start out or something you're just, you're finding that you're naturally good at in, in business?
1: Um, I would say do your research first um, is probably my best advice to give. Um, a lot of times I feel like when people start out businesses, they um, are really into it for the first couple of months and then kind of just, you know, I'm not really feeling it. Um, or they spend a lot of, like what I did, um, I spent a lot of time and money and energy on, um, things that if I would have done a little bit more research, I would have known that I didn't need to spend time, energy, and money on those things. Um, so I would just say, do your research, um, make sure that you're, it's like really something that you want to commit to because it is quite a big, um, you know, a capital investment. Um, it's a time investment. Uh, you you pretty much dedicate your entire life to just this one thing um, for probably the rest of your life. If that's what you know, you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. <laughs> that's something that you see yourself like doing forever. Um, so I would say do your research and um, like we talked about before, um, don't let the fear of failure failure keep you from um releasing things and doing things. And um, I really value mistakes. Um, even though I hate making them, um, I really value the lessons that you learn from mistakes. And I'm the type of person where if I make a mistake, I'm not going to make it again. So um, mistakes are okay. Um, and yeah, just go for it. Just do it. If it's what you really want to do, just go for it.
2: I love that because you're including the passion part. Cause you have to be if, like, you just said, if it's something you're
0: going to do the rest of your life, you better have some kind of zest for it. Um, yeah. So it doesn't. Yeah. Cause on the hardest days, it's easy to give up. And if you don't have that, you will.
2: Yeah. And I, I love the idea of valuing mistakes. Um, I think that's been a theme for all of our cheeky girl bosses that have come on because we do learn as we go and the things that you, even what you did a year ago that, yeah. You, and now that you've been through it and the experience, you think, oh, well, maybe I could have done that differently. And next time I will do this. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's very valuable. Um, and again, mistakes aren't failures. They're ways of growing as way. Yes. Reinforce.
0: Um, Lauren, is there anything else that you want to add? Ask. Oh my goodness. I could keep going. She's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. It is just, it is
2: wonderful to see somebody who wasn't afraid at a young age. You know, like I always tell my clients that are young, I can't give you my experience because everything I've been through has created the person I am, which comes with some confidence. But here you are 26 years old, um, having already had enough confidence to take that leap. But that's because you had the plan in place. You had the, the, support network, you know, you put, and also the savings that you'd put aside, you thought ahead for, you know, whatever you were going to do. You had a lot of really good things that were at the core, which I think our listeners need to understand, you know, it isn't just running off doing this thing without putting some thought into it. And like you said, research is the best way to get prepared for whatever you're going to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I love how you're like, okay, I'm here now. What's next? How do I keep growing? And you yeah. can tell that's part of your plan.
1: Yeah, I'm constantly I, constantly looking for the next fragrance. I will sit for hours and just um, go through all my samples and mix things. I'm um, constantly working with Bo and my other business partner to, you know, think of what can we do better? What can we do next? Like, what's the next best thing? Um, so I think that's kind of the fun in running a business is um, adapting and finding ways to be creative and um, getting you know, to do kind of whatever you want to do and keep it interesting.
2: So, so are you an, are you an LLC? And and do you have, I am. Okay. And so you do have a couple of partners that you're working with. I do. Yeah. Okay. So that's even, it isn't just, sometimes it is scary to be the only one. So if you have a couple of people that can help you bounce ideas and kind of go through those things, it's very helpful too.
1: Yeah. I, um, I just signed officially signed them on as business partners. Um, I think two weeks ago, Um, So, and how how
2: scary is that to relinquish a little bit, sis? Oh,
1: (laughs) it's terrifying. I mean, I, I trust them very much or else I wouldn't be doing business with them, obviously. Um, but it is a little bit, you know, um, they call me, um, on my, on my stuff when I'm lagging behind and, you know, they challenge me on things. It's like, why do we do this? And it's like, well, why do we do that? And then, you know, I need to think in myself, okay, this is why we do that, or maybe we should change it. But it is a little terrifying, yeah, to have um, someone else kind of counting on you as well as before it was just me. And if I fail, then, you know, it, but I'm with, only at myself but down. The beauty,
2: but the beauty behind that is you had the idea, this was your idea, you went for it, but now you know you want to go to the next level and you need a support and you need partners, you need more. And it is good to hear if that maybe why are we doing that like like you said that's what we learn and how we have yeah. but to take it to the next level having that um built in to continue to grow i love that yeah it's been fun that's awesome um anything that is still scary i mean obviously you just said signing up with partners recently and and
1: so what is the scariest next thing um scariest next thing will be um the rebrand, I guess I've in this last year of working with just myself, I've gotten to be, you know, fairly comfortable with everything that I'm doing. And, um, I feel like I was pretty in my comfort zone and now it's almost like creating an entire new company, um, with the same values. So that's a little scary, um, to change things up and to still be working on, um, know testing new vessels and new fragrances and um doing a new type of theme almost Um, are you changing the name um, i not of the company so of the candles the candle names will be changing um and evolving a little bit so um but most of everything kind of the the vibe of the company will stay the same Um, just a little here and there will be some improvements that um will be made so and then i just
2: have one semantics type question where do you get your supply like your supplies? so if some of the candles orange or if a candle tastes like vanilla or tastes
1: smells like vanilla where do you like do you have is it oils is it like where does that come from yeah so um i just have a whole bunch of wholesalers um online that i purchase from Um, and in candles you use what's called fragrance oils Um, and it's the same thing that you use in perfumes, um, and things like that. Um, what we stay away from, so there's essential oils and fragrance oil, um, and essential oils aren't really meant to be, um, heated and burnt off. Um, so we want to make sure that you have like the right oils and, um, the right wax and, um, all of the wicks are different sizes. So depending on which fragrance you use, which wax you use, and how big your vessel is—you need a different way for all of those. So, and this is um,
2: stuff you researched prior to.
1: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it was research. Um, most of it was trial and error. Um, and it's kind of that thing where um, all of the groups that I was in when I first started—they all said, "This is what I do," but it's going to take you some testing and some trial and error to find out what works for you and what you have. So, um, even doing your research and knowing exactly what you need. um, It still is quite a lot of testing to make sure that one, everything's safe because of course it's fire and two, that you are um, getting a good product. So you almost needed a little bit of a chemistry degree
2: going with that one too, right? I
1: (laughs) never expected to use so much math or science or Mm -hmm. anything like this. I never expected in my life that I would um, have, to use that again so it's been interesting um well, to I teach
2: love that. I yeah. love that the learning curve um lauren is there anything else because i keep interjecting so is there anything else you want to that's been burning
0: you know as as i'm talking burning no just to tell our listeners if they're local and they're like me and they want to go smell them definitely go over to Laura of Pembroke and they can smell them for themselves yes and then we'll put the online information if if somebody wants to
2: order online and of course you gave your favorite fragrance um what was it again say that again golden tobacco is my favorite tobacco okay um so you know our listeners can look that up online um maybe we'll even talk like i said talk to our other friends who have a boutique locally and and see what they say at least at least let you guys get introduced to each other um And your advice is to research, to not be afraid, to have a good support network. There's a lot of good stuff there for our listeners. And I wish everyone could see you. We're going to have some pictures of you up too. But this young woman is such a good uh, example of a a cheeky girl boss who's taking it to the limits and growing. So um, we appreciate having you on. Thank you so much, Chelsea. I'm
0: so happy to be part
1: of the crew. Yes.
0: I think that's amazing that you're so open to the change too, that you are continuing that because I think a lot of times when you have to take on partners to really scale a business a lot of times people get in their own head of you know letting go or any of that so kudos to you for really being willing to expand and, and growing your team. Yeah sure. I, I will say sometimes it is not so easy um, but I think it's
1: um, an important part of evolving and growing so um, I'm not perfect I don't always, I don't always embrace change. Um, I definitely <laughs> them, um a hard time about some of so
2: those. So she's smart and humble. That's even <laughs> better. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, Chelsea, if you just stay on for a second, uh, we're going to, we're going to let go. But is there anything else, Lauren, that you want to add? Nope. All right. Well, we loved having you, Chelsea. And, and we look forward to putting your information out there and um, checking out your product at Laura of Pembroke. So as always... Listeners, stay cheeky.